2: the tune, bitch, Black out the room, bitch, stop all that cool shit, these niggas ain't doing shit, them niggas ain't doing shit, come on, homie, what happened, you niggas ain't grieving, you gasping, these niggas ain't ready for action, ready, ready for action, i in the moment, and I'm zoning, I think I'm possessed, it's an omen, I keep it 300, like the Romans, 300 bitches, where the trojans, baby, we living, in the moment, Action. So follow me up, cause shit about to go I'm doing 500, I'm out of control But there's nowhere to go And there's nowhere to slow If I knew what I knew in the past I would have been blacked out on your ass If I knew what I knew in the past, I would have been blacked out on your ass. Somebody grab this collar. We'll right way we'll so follow me, y'all, cause this shit about to go.
1: Folks, welcome to an all-new episode of So Bad, It's Good with Ryan Bailey. I am Ryan Bailey. This is your Wednesday episode. I am so sorry, folks. I did not release a Tuesday episode. Turns out, I went to a Grateful Dead show, uh, Dead and Company. As By the way, it, it's so funny how it's all split, where it, like people I'm like, I went to the Dead and Company, and they're like, that's not the real dead, bro. And I'm like, I know, I know it's not. Jerry Garcia and all that shit. But I will say, amazing. i, I got to say, I've been to so many concerts in my life. That had to have immediately been one of my top 10 experiences that I've ever had. At a, a On my Instagram, I put something about it and then people are like, oh, you're a deadhead? I totally get it now. And I, I don't even know what that means. But what I think it means is that we're all one, brother. We're all one, bro. No, it, it was like this. I, okay, here's the deal. I realize I'm about to sound stupid. Okay. I realize it. But it doesn't mean it that it's not true. Okay. Is that, I know this is going to sound stupid. Is that we're all one? <laughs> is that we're all one? I have a lot of love for everybody. <laughs> no, I know this sounds so now that I say it out loud, it sounds so stupid. But when you're there, you kind of <laughs> it's Ramona would not do good there for real I of New York, folks. It was so amazing. I'm telling you, it was so amazing, you guys. Like we you roll up and there's this place called Shakedown Street which is like right across from the Hollywood bowl. And I hear when you're at like a stadium, it's like much bigger and stuff, but it's all these like shops set up and you can buy your Christmas gifts. They have like a Barnes and Nobles there. No, it's like where they sell like balloons uh, filled with laughing gas and, but like t-shirts and noodles and all this stuff. And it was so cool. You guys, like I love shopping and then, but like also it was just, It was wild. Like, you're seeing all forms of life. The people watching is amazing. But then you get into the concert, you guys, and it's even better. Like, everybody is so – you got old people that have followed the dead from the very beginning that are, like, passing it down from generation to generation. You got new people. You got new people like me that are just, like, eyes open. Then you got people just that looks like they just want to get fucking hammered, which is, like, its own thing. And then the show starts and they have like these sets, like, you know, and I got to tell you, Mr. John Mayer, Mr. Hey, John, leave a little for the rest of us, Mayor. Jesus God, if this guy could chill it a little, like, I get it. You're fucking everybody's dream man, dude. Like, and I got to tell you, all the, all the other dead people, the guy, like the the guys from the actual band, they're like, hey, da, 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 da. and John Mayer's like, hey, da, 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 da your body is a wonderland like everything's a fucking groove with john mayer all the guys are like and he's like and he is leading the band and you're just like okay dude i get it yeah you can do anything to your my mom or sister that you want to do like i give them up to you like he is like (laughs) my worst nightmare now is to fall in love with somebody and then have them like have me compete with John Mayer. Like that is my worst nightmare now because the guy was like literally leading the Grateful Dead and he sounds so much better. Like all the other, the like it, they were amazing. Like honestly, like you would be into your own groove, like talking to the people around you. And then all of a sudden you'd look around and they'd be like doing music and it would be the best music you've ever heard. And I, I, there's so many thoughts I've had. Like I know it. I just makes me sound like such a hippie. But I was. <laughs> it's like a lot of the verbiage I already speak here is that like we're all. F- <laughs> I know this is. A, it's fucking. It's. What day? It's Wednesday. You don't want to hear this shit. What? what I will say is that we're all one. <laughs> I even get douchebag chills when I like say this shit. But at the same time, when I was there on Sunday night, I will say like, I got it. I got the whole thing. I got the whole dead experience. Is that like these people pay so much to protect this whole experience. That's why it costs so much to go to these things. But like, you pay for this little refuge from all the bullshit all around the world. You know what I'm saying? Like there's this like, this little like Ewok place where all the Ewoks live and it's like the where the Grateful Dead play, but you get to pretend that the life doesn't like that the outside world doesn't exist for those four or five hours that you're there. And like you get to meet new people, you get to have new experiences, and then you get to hear some beautiful music, and then you get to see Mister Fucking Sex Symbol John Mayer up there. My God, you guys! But and, and I gotta say, I don't think this person listens to listens to me anymore. But I got a very not fan mail. It was it was a hate mail, I guess, because I had said a long time ago on the podcast that I always cracked up about John Mayer fans little girls showing up to a Grateful Dead show and being like, what the fuck is this? When is he going to play my body's a wonderland? And somebody wrote that like, that was a very disrespectful comment and that, you know, blah, blah, blah. We have a lot more going on than that. And I got to say, I, I get that comment now. I get it. Is that, even if you were there for John Mayer like you still get a full Mayer performance and if you were there just for John Mayer to hear your body's a wonderland you're probably going to walk away with a much better experience going to Dead & Company so i think that's what that comment meant now and i get it i totally get it so i apologize to whatever i i did not go back and look up your name, but how are you guys doing? Are you good? Are we all one? We are. What if I'm just like, and today is the last episode of the podcast. I am going to go live in the forest from here on out. And uh, good, good for me. Good for me. Um, I hope you guys are good. I, I just, so what happened was that Sunday I got home from the dead show and I was so in like a whole nother universe. You guys know what I mean? And I still edited the pod and put it out. And then Monday, I had to get a COVID test because I booked a commercial. For um, I booked a commercial. You're going to be seeing me in a national commercial very soon. I'll tell you more about that in a second. I had to go get a COVID test. Turns out, negative. Your boy is negative. Like we all thought. Negative, boy. Um, so I did that. And... What else did I, I, it all like, it all blends now, but I was working on the podcast and I was taking notes on Vanderpump Rules last week's episode and I got really tired in my bed and I fell asleep and I fell asleep for 10 hours and I hate when people are like, your body needed it. Your body – Medita Lopez was like, your body needed it. My friend Megan, your body needed – no, I fucking pushed out and I didn't do the show that I should have done. So I am so sorry that I took the day off, but I had a costume fitting for the commercial today, which shouldn't have taken nearly as long as it did. But it turns out your boy they didn't have the right suits for. So the men's warehouse had to come involved. So I did like a three-hour costume fitting, which is the worst. I don't know if you guys remember when I booked Chicago Med a year and a half ago, and they had to make like these prosthetic casts of my legs. And your boy has some meaty legs. I've got thick thighs, can't lie. You know what I'm saying? So I always get super nervous at any kind of costume fitting because I feel like I have a freakish body that does not belong on this earth. And I, I guess we all kind of feel like that in a way, right? We all feel like we we like, ah, I, I don't like this part of my body. But imagine doing that and imagine being like a mannequin where people just poke and prod at you. So that was what today was like. I play a lawyer. I play a lead lawyer in this commercial. And I don't know if I'm allowed to say any of this shit, but... So you just have people poking and prodding of like, does his hips look too big? Oh, the thighs on that guy. You know, like, so you you have these people just throwing out these, the weirdest comments to you that you have nightmares about all the time. You know what I'm saying? That is the joy of being an actor. And that's why I always tell you guys, like, it's not all it's cracked up to be. Remember that none of this is any of what it's cracked up to be, right? Ugh... Okay, so that is my life. I wish I wish we could jump into your life right now, but it turns out I have the microphone. So what I will say is that let's uh we're gonna talk about some uh we're gonna talk about some news. Uh Ramona Singer, you guys. Turns out she's a gigantic douchebag. No. Um <laughs> there I gotta tell you, just be careful of the things that you read out there. There was a rumor today. Brightly reported that Ramona and Sonia were the only two people coming back to season 14 of Real Housewives of New York. And I got to tell you guys, this is the biggest bunch of bullshit. Do not read any kind of rumors coming out of any Bravo things from here on out, right? Who cares? Who cares? Also, that is the dumbest rumor. And I actually believe Ramona is putting that out herself. It makes no sense whatsoever. So don't even worry about it. And always my thing with rumors is that like, there's so much good programming on right now. It's like, okay, we'll see. We'll see. Okay. We'll see on the next season. Who cares? I would say stay as far as away from like New York rumors as you can right now. It's toxic. It's toxic, baby. Also, we got from Halloween, we got a Lindsay Hutchison, Carl Radke. They dress up as uh, Dirty Dancing, a uh, little Patrick Swayze, Jennifer Grey action. And people are like, oh my God, they're dating, they're dating. I don't know, man. But I'm just saying, I saw her on Watch What Happens Live with uh, Austin, Mr. Austin. I'm a douchebag that wears, you know, turtlenecks. Um, I saw them and he treated like he you know she was shit and then i see everybody's like oh my god they dress together they must be together i don't think that means shit right like carl is seems very non-committal and also Lindsay seems to be in the prime of her sexual life where she is wanting to bang as many things as possible i'm so sorry if anybody's at bravo listening please let me talk to Lindsay again um (laughs) but you know what i'm saying like i think I, I, I think it was just a costume. I'll probably be wrong, and they're probably dating. But if so, we get that to look forward to on Summer House. And right again, I want to say Winter House, one of my favorite shows on Bravo right now. How amazing is it? It's so good, you guys. It's so simple. It, it, it just shows you that shows don't need to be complicated. They can be simple. They can be very, very simple. And I think this is the example of that real houses of salt lake city not getting great ratings still but i will stand by this show i think it is so amazing and it's okay it's okay if i'm wrong who cares i still like it even if you guys don't like it i still love it i think it's amazing we got new below deck captain lee is back uh i turned ah G- oh, god i talked to this guest today i don't know if you guys remember jackie siegel siegel she was on like below deck Uh, a couple of times, and she has a documentary based on her and her husband building one of the biggest mansions ever in this universe. The documentary is called The Queen of Versailles, and I talked to her today, and she was on Below Deck a couple times. We were talking about the differences between Captain Lee and Captain Sandy, and she had this beautiful story to tell about her daughter who had passed away from the opioid crisis, Um, but it just made me think about Below Deck because that's where she's been recently but that we have a whole new season of Below Deck, and uh, I got to tell you, I really still get creeped out by those over the the you know the the camera shots in the cabin where it's like night vision cameras, and you see them changing in and out of clothes. And I'm like, am I getting in trouble for this? Like, is this sexy? What are what are, what, are, what are we considering this? You know what I'm saying? Um, we're gonna get to uh, our guest today in a sec. It's a 30-minute interview. It's amazing. Uh, Gigi from Shaws of Sunset, which, by the way, she finally came out with today. And we did this interview last week. We did this the day after Dorit's home invasion, and we actually get into that a second in this interview. Um, And, you know, she is amazing, by the way. I could talk to her for hours and hours, and I highly recommend her podcast uh, if you have not listened to it, because, but she came out in the news today because she was talking about her uh, polyamorous relationship. And we talk about that in this podcast. So I was like, damn it, I got to release this right now. And also she at the Urban Improv is doing a show uh, November 18th. I believe we talk about it in this, I'm going to go see it. So I hope you guys will come see it and we can talk in the audience, but uh, Reza is going to be there. We break that news which by the way I think that news was anyways I was I should have released this last week but I didn't. I have like a backlog of amazing interviews right now that I have not released. Um but <laughs> I'm going to release this today because she is truly amazing and I if you're a fan of Shaw's you are a fan of hers and I love what she talks about uh about kind of the evolution, and that's what I've been thinking about a lot lately with reality stars and myself, is the evolution of who we are and who we become. And she has had one of the most amazing evolutions in terms of reality stars that I have I could ever pin. And if you don't watch Shots of Sunset, what is wrong with you? Why, no, I'm going to ask you, right? What is wrong with you? It's an amazing show. And she is an amazing character. You would fall in love with her. You get mad with her. You'd fall back in love with her. like She runs the gamut of all of the emotions. So we're going to get to that in a second. I also want to tell you, uh, I I, I know this might be a little too, you're like, ah, stop talking about yourself. But I want to tell you, I went and saw Tame Impala tonight. And Tame Impala, I I told you guys last week, I have a set of friends, maybe I said this on the Patreon, I have a set of friends that bought a bunch of tickets all at once when they went on sale six months ago. And it's all happening these past two weeks. So, this is my last week of amazing shows. And I don't want to bitch about it because, like, I'm so lucky to be able to get to go to any of these shows. But tonight, I saw Tame Impala at the Hollywood Bowl. And Tame Impala is just such an amazing band. I don't even know. It's like <sighs> psychedelic, funk, hip hop, rap, rock. Like, it's all of these great blends the lead guy is New Zealand I believe his name is Kevin Parker and he's wrote for Lady Gaga he's wrote for Travis Scott but it is so amazing and I gotta tell you music I will ne- like music drives me so much it, it, it I'm like it's so beautiful you guys but it really is like it honestly is it's one of those things that I'm still coming off my Grateful Dead experience, but I wish I could go to a concert with all of you guys. We would have the best time. Isn't that the best time going to a concert and just having, just looking around and being with the best people, you know, hearing some of the best music you've ever heard. You can't beat that experience, you know, but also like I I, I was at the Grateful Dead show and I got some news about my family. The other night, Ugh. and I'm not going to talk about this fully, but I'm always honest with you guys, and it upset me. I got some news, and it upset me, you know. And uh, it, it's 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 interesting. I was like having the best time in the world, and I got some news that kind of bummed me out. And you kind of, ah, I don't even know. There's nothing, ah. Uh, I have nothing, there was no point to be made there. Anyways, you guys, um, okay, there's no, (laughs) I thought I could pull that out and I can't. So uh, regardless, we are going to get to our guest today and our guest is Gigi Golnesa. You've, you know her so well. You already know her if you have seen Shaws of Sunset, but I highly recommend her podcast. I highly recommend you going to see her show at the Irvine Improv uh, next week. I will be there. I will post all the information in the show description. But uh, I was so happy to talk to her. She was so cool. I'm telling you, I someday want to smoke weed with her, except that I would creep her out because when I smoke weed, we talk about it. I just sit back and I eat food. It turns out... I'm just not eating the healthy food. That's what I need to be eating. So uh, without further ado, you guys, uh, here is Gigi. I will be back on Thursday with an all-new episode. We're going to get back to recaps, all that good stuff. Uh, thank you so much, and I will talk to you on Thursday. uh, Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to iHeartRadio. So bad, it's good. Today, we have a guest that I've been trying to get on for so long, and one of our favorites from one of our favorite Bravo shows, uh, she has been on for a sec- She's already dancing in the background. So now I'm <laughs> laughing. Uh, but I, this, this this person also has a podcast that just started in March that I need you to pay attention to because it's excellent. And it goes way beyond Bravo. Uh, we talk about mommy issues. We talk about sex. We go in so many different directions. But I also need you to pay attention because this November 18th at the Irvine Improv at 8 p.m., there is a live podcast recording. Uh, the podcast, of course, is genuinely GG GG Gold Nelson. Welcome to the show. Thank you so much for being here.
0: Wow. Hi. Thank you for that intro. That was very nice.
1: I could I could keep going. I, I, I mean, we were just talking about your cannabis brand before that. Who <laughs> saw? I mean, I just saw you smoke a little bit right now. How that yes, heck, okay. How I'm one of those people that if I smoke, you would I would just be staring at you and not being able to speak the whole time. <laughs> uh,
0: I praise people like you because <laughs> you you enjoy the cannabis as the social side of it. You know what I mean? I enjoy cannabis as the medical side of it. So I had to go through the phase of what you feel for a while until my body just became one, one. With cannabis. I am, I bleed weed. <laughs>
1: <laughs> okay. That's a shirt. We've got a shirt. We're going to sell that at the Irvine, November 18th. Um, I mean, but you talk about it before medicinal use, right? Because of your autoimmune uh, disorder, it does help with that. Correct.
0: It helps with my autoimmune, definitely. I mean, research and science is showing that, you know, cannabis is a great anti-inflammatory. It's anti-nausea. But honestly, it's my Prozac. It's my Luvox. It's my, you know, Valium and Xan. It's all that stuff. <laughs> it's just because I'm a little cuckoo. You know, we've all seen no, those sides of me. we've not seen it. I think <laughs> you're very
1: very normal on it
0: <laughs> very normal i actually am the definition of normal because we all fuck up we all do crazy shit you guys just don't have cameras filming right? i know i
1: mean we only <laughs> see the, the we, we we see the edited version of that and i always wonder like what would be my thing if i was on a real like what part of my personality would they spotlight and i always find that fascinating to anybody that's on any of these shows of like what did they what do you think they got right and what do you think they get wrong you know right
0: well, what would you say for yourself? What would you highlight for yourself?
1: I mean, that's what I feel like I'm just really boring. Like it's just sitting in front of a microphone. And then I like, I mean, like, would it be just like insanely insecure? It wouldn't be fun to watch. Like you are fun to watch. You are insanely amazing to watch. But I want to know you're insanely amazing to watch on TV. Why, why get into podcasting? Why do, I mean, I was, and I got all like cocky about it. Cause I was like, yeah, let's see if she can even do this. And then I listened <laughs> and I was like, oh my God, this is really good. Oh, uh,
0: thank you. I, I, I feel like it's like the third cherry of my life that I've popped for sure, because it's just, it's opened a whole new realm for me. And you can ask, you know, Steve, my publicist, I've, since I was like in this business, my dream was always to do like some hosting gig, Yeah, you know, not trying to be like a famous actress or a model or Singer, I just was like, I want to host shit because I feel like I have that personality that I could sit on a panel with people and just shoot the shit and have fun. Yeah. So I finally got to a place where I was like, you know what, being on Shaw's for the last nine seasons, I think I've definitely shown the world how versatile my life really is. And I said, well, let me start focusing individually on those levels of my life. Let me peel it. Slowly, instead of yeah. condensing it about me and six of my friends, because Shaws is about me and six of my friends. You know, it's <laughs> not just about me.
1: Yeah, so. no, I, I mean, so you you get into this, and is it a natural? Like immediately, you were like, "Oh, this is perfect," because your guests are amazing too. You, I mean, you have Bravo celebrities, but you also had a sex coach this week. You talk about pop culture. I mean, you had Jason Ellis, which was a wild interview.
0: I love Jason Ellis. Like we, we okay. We were kind of flirting with each other after the podcast.
1: Oh, I, 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 mean, I heard he's... you talk about him this week, how you were flirting. <laughs>
0: <out>. <laughs> he's, he's, I don't know. There's something about him that just makes his confidence. I don't know what it is. It just makes him so hot to me. Yeah. Um, I've had a My first, first guest on Genuinely Gigi was none other than the amazing Tommy Chong. I mean, I think I <laughs> shot myself just when I saw his face on my screen. I'm like, this is really, really <laughs> happening. Yeah. Yeah. Had amazing guests. I've had. Just a couple uh, of your, who's your dream?
1: Who's your dream guest? Like, do you have a list of like these are the people I want? Because what I love, this is like a pop culture reality show podcast, and you're one of my dream guests, but you are reaching much further than the Bravo celebrities. You are going into yeah. actually what I love is that like you can learn with your podcast, but you don't like it's like what I love about podcasts is like when you and your co-host, it feels like you're a part of a conversation, like these are your friends. You're in on this conversation. You're not talking down to us. You, you are one of us, you know, you're just better looking, you know?
0: Yeah. (laughs) You're gorgeous with your eyes, by the way, but you know what? Move on,
1: Jason Ellis.
0: (laughs) Step back, Jason. Be careful. He's a wolf. (laughs) Um, But you know what? That's exactly sort of what it is. I, I, I have this dynamic with my girlfriend, Anita, and I have, Those dynamics with all my girlfriends, but Anita and I have a common morale, but our uniqueness is our differences, you know, (laughs) and I think that's what makes our conversations so cool and I wanted to make this about something other than tabloid celebrity gossip. I've been in this industry now for a long time. So trust me, I have a lot I could say about a lot of people, (laughs) you know, but I don't grow from that. And I didn't grow from being in this industry to become that I want a pedestal because the one person who my dream guest is and who I looked up to so significantly about doing my podcast was Russell Brand.
1: Oh, wow. You guys would be like a cat on a hot tin roof together. Like, well, I mean, have you reached out yet? Have you tried to get him? Yes. (laughs)
0: I think, I think I have myself and all my people reach out like every day. I'm obsessed. (laughs) He's so brilliant. He's so human and, it's his reality of who he is as a human that is just so powerful to me. So I would love to one day have him as a guest and pick his mind. I don't think I'm intellectually on his level yet, but oh my I do God, feel like I'm that. getting what there. Are you,
1: what do you, by the way, you never say that about yourself. You fake it till you make it. And I think you are there. So fake it. <laughs> um, uh, the thing that I love, I told people you were coming on uh, today and you were one of those people that everybody uh, across the board seemed excited about. Like when I say certain things like to my parents, patreon or to the the audience they'll be like ah this person no 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 like we split but you don't split the audience do you feel like you're a well-loved uh person uh due to these shows do you you know sometimes not know where you stand
0: um i know where i always stand my my roots are (laughs) deep honey it's i i i am my own team captain i am my own player i am my own cheerleader Um, And I've been okay with that. Is it hard to be almost 40 years old and living with that reality? Yes. But I think I have, and I I might be a little narcissistic by saying this. I think I've added a little bit of opening to people's minds in some way. I stayed very consistent to my reality, which is who I am, whether I was judged for it, ridiculed for it, all those things, which I Was and still am. I used a sperm donor. I was married for seven weeks to a Jewish guy when I'm Muslim. I mean, I do everything that is the the gamut. Yeah, yeah. You know, um, I grew from it. I grew from it.
1: Um, how is the motherhood journey going? I mean, El- Elijah, who we who we are watching grow up on your Instagram and things like that. What has this experience, and I know this is such a uh, basic question, but like what has this experience done for you? What did you expect it to do for you? and what has surprised you in motherhood?
0: Um, he's amazing, by the way. I would say the biggest surprise for me was that it really turned me sort of into a hustler. And I mean, I started Shaw's when I was 29 years old, and other than that, I've never worked a day in my life. You know, up until I created WUSA. You know, I tried to do a hair extension brand with my sister years ago, but it was more her doing everything and me just being like, okay, oh, hey. you know what <laughs> I mean. Um, it was I started WUSA because it had helped me in so many ways, but once I had my child. It was like everything went into full blast and I'm a single parent.
1: So pop culture roundup in just one second, but we got to keep the lights on here. We got to read some advertisements, which I appreciate if you listen to uh, all three of these today, because uh, I'm just always ecstatic when uh, anybody advertises on the show, but I love these brands. I love these brands also because they have given me product to try out and I actually have uh tried all of these and uh our first one is raycon and you know i'm into music i've gone to literally eight billion concerts in the last two weeks And uh, I got to say, Raycon, I'm bringing with me to every concert. Uh, They are just amazing. They can get you amped. You can listen to your podcasts. You can listen to your Grateful Dead, your John Mayer. You can listen to my podcast on Raycons. And I got to tell you, as we lead up to the holiday season, it's never too early to start gift shopping for the holidays, especially because today you can save big on a gift your family and friends will use every day. That's Raycon wireless earbuds. Um, I use these every day. They look sleek. They really do look, and they are so inexpensive for the quality that these things are. I, I did use them on the vacation with my parents. I am now using them on the daily. I have not lost them yet, which was is is amazing. I'm very proud of myself for that. Uh, with seamless Bluetooth pairing and a comfortable noise isolating fit, you can start listening right away and you can keep listening for hours. The audio quality is amazing, and you guys, I am an audiophile, I'm one of those snobs, and it sounds amazing. Comparable to what you get from other premium brands, except Raycon starts at half the price. Like I said, pricing really does matter, especially when you're broke like me. Uh, The new Everyday Earbuds come with three new sound profiles to make sure everything you're listening to sounds its best, with just the right amount of bass. You got Pure Mode, which is for podcast listening, blues, instrumental. I consider my podcast blues and instrumental. Uh, You have balanced mode, uh, podcast listening as well, rock, heavy rock, metal, and you got bass mode, hip-hop, EDM, reggae. Raycon offers eight hours of playtime and a 32-hour battery life. That's huge. There's also a built-in mic, and you can take calls on your earbuds at the press of a button. So this holiday season, get them something they can use for calls, for music, for work, for play, at home, or on the go. Or, get this, pick up a pair for yourself— you have earned it. Give yourself a gift. Trust me, you are going to use them every day. Now, go to buyraycon.com slash so bad today to unlock exclusive deals up to 20% off your Raycon order. But hurry, this offer is available for a limited time only and you don't want to miss it. That's buyraycon.com slash so bad to unlock up to 20% off your Raycons. Buyraycon.com slash so bad. Ah, I love that. Yeah, you heard that right. You can talk to a human on the Discover customer service team anytime. So, the next time you have a question about your credit card, call 1-800-DISCOVER to get the service you deserve. Limitations apply. See terms at discover.com slash credit card. Our next one is Simply Safe. Now, they've been with us uh, multiple times. If you have ever wanted to make your home feel safer, there is no better time than now. This is a product that is specifically built for the day and age that we are in now. This week, our friends at Simply Safe are giving So Bad It's Good listeners 40% off their award-winning home security. I thought I misread that, but it's true, 40% off. We love Simply Safe because it has everything you need to make your home safe. Indoor and outdoor cameras, comprehensive sensors, all monitored around the clock by trained professionals who send help the instant you need it. Like I said earlier, we set one up in our backyard because I'm in this house, which has like three houses attached to it. And uh, I said this horrible story that that our neighbor, somebody, uh, somebody broke into the back house. And if she had had Simply Safe, this wouldn't have happened. So that is set up in the backyard now. And of course, I set up the indoor one uh, to catch my roommate because I know he goes through my crap in my room. So I have set that up to catch him. Uh, Josh, I will catch you. You are not safe because Simply Safe is on the case. Uh, Simply Safe has been named Best Home Security System of 2021 by U.S. News and World Report. You can easily customize a system for your home online in minutes, and even get free custom recommendations from Simply Safe. These are Simply Safe's biggest discounts of the year. You can get a complete home security system starting at just over one hundred dollars. There are no long-term contracts or commitments. It's a really easy way to start feeling a bit more safe and to have a bit more peace of mind. Like I said, we need that in today's day and age more than ever. So take advantage of Simply Safe's holiday sale and get 40% off your new home security system by visiting simplysafecom so bad. Again, that's simplysafe, S I M P L I S A F slash so bad for 40% off your entire system. But hurry, this offer ends very soon. And you guys, our final commercial today is our favorite uh, Osea, which is... Uh, just an amazing, amazing skincare company. They have been with us many times and this is the company that I love the most is not only they have an amazing product, but they care enough of their product that they actually walked me through it. They actually did an onboarding call with me and walked me through what this product means to them, what you should expect. And I gotta say, it's amazing. And I will tell you, it's funny, the more people I meet, the more people actually know about this product and use it on a daily basis. And that is incredible. In fact, I just ordered more myself. I'm not kidding. I just ordered more of Osea the other day. Um, It is really cool. I have been glad to add this. And I don't even want to say add this. I'm glad to make this part of my skincare, um, uh, (laughs) skincare lineup. I don't have a skincare lineup until now. So thank you to Osea. I'm just naturally beautiful. But as I get older, I'm realizing that is Not going to be the case forever, and that is why this product has really come in handy for me. So Osea has been making products that are clean, vegan, and safe for your skin and the planet for over 25 years. When it comes to clean beauty, Osea is the pioneer. They have award-winning skincare, body scrubs, wellness products, and body treatments. Their Undaria Algae Body Oil has been a celebrity favorite for years. They have a ton of great gift set options at different price points, and they all look and feel super luxurious. And you guys, as the holiday season comes, these are the things that kind of make amazing gifts. So I'm really excited that they advertise with us over the holidays because if you're looking for something to get uh, any of your family or friends, I think this is amazing. Uh, These things don't even need to be wrapped because the glass packaging is so beautiful on its own and it is more sustainable than plastic these are sturdy bottles they really are a very sleek looking product um so only share the best with your friends and family osea is the perfect gift for anyone um the undaria algae body oil it feels Uh, I've said this before, and I got made fun of, by the way, by my friend, but it is. It makes me feel luxurious. It feels rich, not greasy. Um, It's not sticky. It absorbs into the skin. Uh, And I got to say, when the winter comes, it starts getting colder. Your skin starts getting drier, um, and this actually moisturizes, and it leaves my skin a lot softer and smoother than it was before. Uh, all Osea products are clean, vegan, cruelty-free, climate-neutral, and it's created with sustainably sourced seaweed and made in California, so you can feel good about what you're putting on your skin. This holiday season, stock up and share your new favorite clean skin care and body care with your friends and family. We even have a special discount just for our listeners. Get 10% off your first order with promo code GOOD. At oseamalibu.com. That's O-S-E-A-M-A-L-I-B-U.com. You're gonna get free samples with every order and orders over $50, get free shipping. Gifting is always easier if you start early, so head to OSEA Malibu.com and use code so good. And now back to the show.
0: God forbid, God forbid anything ever happens to me. He needs to be lined up all the way until he has kids. You know, so I feel like I just I put my big girl panties on, as my sister would say.
1: <laughs> yeah, I mean, no, I mean that's really amazing and kind of like inspirational, I'm sure, for a lot of people that uh, listen to your journey. I was listening to you and Lala speak uh, uh, a couple weeks ago, uh, and you guys are both going through motherhood journeys. Uh, but how does that then affect? Uh, because you are a single uh, mother, how does that affect dating? Is dating even on? I mean, you talk about this a little bit here and there on the, but is it a concern of yours? Is it um, considered fun now? Is it considered necessary? Where are you at?
0: Well, Ryan, I love that question because that has two separate answers. Um, I would love to date. I would love to have a partner in life. Um, I would love to have a companion in life. I don't ever want to be in a situation where I'm labeling what I have with someone else, which led me into what I'm with now, which is polyamory.
1: Um,
0: This is something very new for me. I have been lucky to meet someone recently that um, he himself came out of a long, long relationship and wasn't looking to just dived so deep so when I was opening up that conversation about Polly and how I view things and the way I did things wrong in my past with relationships and what I want to do right now he was on board with it so it's cool you know I don't know when that introduction's ever going to happen with my son
2: Yeah, 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 um, yeah
0: because it's been some months now I'm seeing him but I go to his place Um, I'll have, you know, one of my parents come over and stay the night with my son and I'll go there because I just, I don't know, there's a part of me that's just not ready to have my son wake up in the morning and I have another man here. I'm not ready for that. Oh my God.
1: I mean, yeah, that would be, I could totally understand where you, what you're. Yeah. But I mean, yeah. we saw a little bit of that journey on the show. And by the way, guys, I, I, uh, I'm staying away from the show because we want the show to be a surprise when and if it comes back. So, uh, I, I'm not, you know, and actually I'm just kind of fascinated in Gigi herself. Uh, plus, Her podcast actually focuses on all of these other things. uh, So I want to get into a little bit of that, Uh, but you're right. Like we did see a little bit of the polyamory journey on the show. What was it, or what are those, uh, what were those signals in your mind of like, this is something I'd want to try, or this is something that I'm more open to. What, what is that thought process?
0: I think that I just came to a place of pure self-confidence in myself and I realized with that self-confidence, with my relationship life, what well, I was hurting a lot of men. I was getting with men up until mm. that four-month mark, which was the I love you phase. <laughs> and I would go right there with them, strong, strong, strong. And then boom. Once I got that, I was over it. It was like wow. it was a job. Yeah. I needed more. I needed another thrill. I needed something else to accomplish. So I realized that it's not necessarily the relationship. Per se, because I enjoy the relationship. I enjoy getting infatuated and getting those butterflies for someone. I love it.
1: Yeah, it's like the best part. I mean, it's amazing. And that's
0: usually the first four months. Mm -hmm. So I need someone to understand that I might need two people in my life to keep me mentally stimulated because it's not sexual. As soon as I say polyamory, everyone thinks polygamy. And this is something completely, you know what I mean? It's just. No,
1: I know. I mean, people don't really, they're not really aware of what it means. But that's why I find shows and podcasts like yours fascinating for somebody like you that we can relate to to take us through these things, because then it kind of removes the stigma of these things. And I think there's a lot of stigma attached to sex, attached to cannabis smoking, attached to all of these things. And I love people that can like de- uh, stigmify all of this stuff and kind of explain it from a, uh, a level that we can all understand.
0: Right. I mean, I I, I can only picture what. With- you know, the trolls are out there saying, but it's kind of, it's, it's kind of colorful. Just imagining, you know, having a pothead mother that wants multiple dicks at the same time, with her, <laughs> you know, just, you know what I mean? I only, it's just, I, but I have really, I'll be honest with you. I have noticed such a swing in respect from my fans and followers, like before, when I would go through my comments a couple years ago, it would be horrible. Like people were trashing me every single comment. Now, hundreds, thousands of comments and people are not only giving me motivation and praise, but they're fighting for me against anyone who's saying something bad, which it's just, it's awesome. So I would like to think that I did do a little something. By doing this, you know what I mean? I'd like yeah. to think that. I, I
1: think you're in your Beyonce lemonade phase where Beyonce fully <laughs> stepped into herself uh, on the Lemonade album. And I think that's where you're at right now. Yes. Um, uh, I, you were speaking to polyamory. You made one man, maybe two men, but you also have a podcast. So maybe that's considered kind of like a man, too. So you got the podcast. <laughs> you got it. Um, I wanted to talk a lot about the live show. So is okay. this your first live show that you're going to be doing with the podcast?
0: Oh my God. I, it is my first live show. I'm beyond me excited because like I said, in the beginning of this podcast, I was really, my goal was always to be a host of some sort and have that presence. I enjoy talking to people and I enjoy making people laugh while educating them. So when they told me I'm going to be at the Irvine improv live. Oh my God. I went there to do a walkthrough with Anita, my co-host. I get very gassy when I get nervous. So I, <laughs> I, I burp or I fart. Anita gets the poops. So we first both walk into the, the place. It's 500 seats, right? And I'm going to be on, and I'm looking at it, and I'm like, <gasps> and I burp. And she's like, oh, my God. And she runs the <laughs> She takes the biggest shit, and she comes back. <laughs>
1: Wow, we 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 can really expect some fireworks at the show on the ATV, guys.
0: <laughs> oh, it's gonna be a great show. We have so many surprise guests. We're gonna talk about a really good conversation, which is going to uh boggle a lot of people's minds, but it's going to be extremely entertaining. Anita did recently do a podcast, um, Confess Your Mess. We did a podcast with them, and Anita revealed something about herself that she just masturbated. <laughs> for her first time. Wait, her first what? time. Yes.
1: Is Anita 16 years old? How old is Anita?
0: Anita is 43 years old.
1: Oh my gosh.
0: And just masturbated for her first time. When she was asked why, her response was she felt like she was being watched by her deceased family.
1: You I've had that thought before. I swear to God. <laughs> I've had like my poor <laughs> grandmother, like you do have, I think you're like, I guess I'll try to pull the covers up further and see, you know. <laughs>
0: So with that being said, after Anita confessed this news that I had never, I, I mean, she says, like I said, she says some quirky stuff, but this was beyond me that a 43 year old just <laughs> masturbated for her first time ever. And I'm going to create a oh, no. very large oh, stage no. presence oh. based around what I just learned about Anita. So the Irvine New <laughs> November 18th. Bring some lube or don't, I might offer it. Yeah, by the way, the front
1: row, please wear like rain slickers or something. It sounds like it might get a little uh, wild. It's going to get a little wet. I love that you know that in podcasting, when you get a gift like that, when somebody reveals (laughs) something that good, you're like, this is a gift from the heavens to me that I can use for the next year. Um, Are we allowed to announce one of the surprise guests? I heard one of the guests uh, who is coming, who uh, are we allowed to uh, say who's going to be one of the surprise guests? Uh, I think we are. I think- Steve? Yeah. Yes. Oh, okay. okay. Yes. So we, we can announce here. I think this is going to be the first time uh, Reza will be one of your surprise guests at the show. Correct.
0: Reza is going to be my. He was on um my podcast before. I had Reza on, but he will be. You know, we are very very close right now, and he's which is fun. good. It's, it's great. It's great because trust me, honey, when the two of us <laughs> don't get along, okay, us two power minds,
2: it's not good
0: when we're against each other. So I love how close we are. I love how hard he's working. He's got recipe obsessed, his hair care line. So yeah. I'm really excited. I'm going to try to incorporate all he's been working on into, you know, the show and have him answer some very make your ball sweat type of questions. <laughs> he's going to answer to He's He knows he's in, he's like already, so it's going to be amazing. There's going to be great, great, great fun going on.
1: Well, I mean, it is really cool. I mean, and I got to say the improv, I've been there many times and it's just such a legendary venue. I mean, so many amazing people have passed through there and now you're passing through there. And that really is such an amazing sign of like how uh, you're in such a great place with uh, with everything. And that's what I want. I have a 96% female audience. So if I don't get people out there to the Irvine Improv, I am going to be so upset with the baddies out there because this is a good night. This is a fun night. They serve alcohol there too. Yes! So you can, I mean, (laughs) This is exactly what we are. I mean, we're still in a little bit of the pandemic, but we're coming out of it. So it's safe. Go have fun. I went to one of my first live concerts this past week, and it was so nice. To see people again and smiling and and I I was cracking up listening to your podcast all week so I imagine I can't imagine what that experience is going to be like I mean especially with the burping and the farting so
0: (laughs) well we're going to go earlier so we get all those farts and poopings out of the way (laughs) and then we'll like sterilize the scent a little bit for everybody to make sure it's nice and sexy
1: Um, We got about, uh, we got like eight minutes more, but I wanted to ask you where you're going with the podcast in terms of topics. So, you know, it seems like your mind is all over the place in terms of what fascinates you. What is fascinating you out there right now?
0: I'll be honest with you, Ryan, right now, the way I picture myself becoming, um, and I am manifesting, but I would like to be like the Bill Maher of pop culture. So I enjoy... Um, the political side of controversial things. I don't enjoy politics, if that makes sense. So I don't like to sit here and discuss, you know, Republican, Democrat. I don't, one in the same in my mind, right?
2: Yeah.
0: Um, But I like to talk about the things that come attached to that, the things that we're dealing with in life. And I'm trying to build an audience right now that would like that and appreciate that. If I see that my audience, which they have been, I mean, because my ratings are going up. So if I see that my audience is still flowing with me as I slowly transition into getting into these deep, real conversations, then I'm going to try to go full force with that. I would love, love to have like my own talk show where I get to just, you know, bring up pop culture because Willow Smith right now, you know, Will yeah. Smith and Jada, she's come out with this polyamory talk. And now Jada Pinkett Smith is saying, you know, this is how we are sexually. And this is how we survive. this. Yeah. I want to be able to have those conversations freely. And I think we're reaching an era where it's becoming more and more possible to do that in a larger scale. So I hope to get there
1: know what was your life like 11 years ago i mean you that it was Shah started and you were a very different type of person uh has the show how has the show affected you uh in a positive way and and has it affected you negatively at all you said you read so many troll comments until recently how has that whole social media experience been in doing the show is it was it frightening at first
0: yes absolutely i i i could say it was frightening because i didn't understand how large of a scale uh being on tv really is but you know we all dream about the idea oh i could do that i could be on tv it'd be so good you know yeah yeah. and then it happens to you and then it's like oh and then you know all the haters immediately come and i'm a very controversial person i was the alcoholic you know, yeah. drug addict, fights at clubs, blood all over myself from, you know, attacking people, just having sex with everybody. I didn't give a fuck. Yeah. And because of me showing no, no filter to myself, to the world that came with all the judgment. And I, so I'm not against it. I wasn't, you know, now as an adult, that's grown through it. I'm okay with it. I'm okay with what's happened because I put that out there for people to judge. I mean, what would you say about someone who's, you know, making an example of themselves like that, dancing on bar tops, falling over, and then punching someone in the face randomly? That's, you know what I mean? Now to change and to go through that because I needed to go through it to grow through it.
1: Yeah, I mean, the evolution of Gigi is like, you know, really kind of amazing to see. And I think that's why the positive thing of having reality shows is to kind of like, wow, look at the full spectrum of this person. And they have allowed us to go on this journey with them. And then you're able to take all of that, which you learn and say it on the podcast or use it in your daily life. So it's amazing to see this side of you right now as well. Thank you. I
0: mean, I don't, I'm not trying, no, actually, I'm not going to say I'm not trying to talk shit. I'm 100% talking shit. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> but that Nene Leaks that got fired from Bravo or let go from yeah. Bravo, mm-hmm. just to say, I don't ever want what I gained from this fame or whatever to turn me into who she was when she said, "I'm rich, bitch." Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I t- took this and I humbled myself. I want to find a way to talk to people, to get into people, and say, "Hey, I've been through some stuff too. But let me hear what you've been through. Let's 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 exchange stories." So I want to get to that place. Not that I'm rich, bitch. I was rich. Okay.
1: <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <Hey. laughs> I'm re- I'm re- <laughs> well, I mean, that is, uh, since this is a pop culture podcast, I wanted to kind of talk to you about what you are watching right now. Do you watch any of the other shows? Do you stay away from watching Bravo entirely? Are you just Netflix? What What are you watching right now? Or what What really uh, gets you going uh, TV-wise?
0: I think that there needs to be a new term in AA for addicts of television because <laughs> We're all that in would it, be me. We're that all would be in me. It. Yeah. Every reality show, of course, I watch all the Bravo shows. Uh I watch every reality show there is out th- I'm obsessed with TV. I've always been obsessed with TV. I can't go to sleep without watching I know shows.
1: That's- I, I have this. This is the only good thing about being uh, living alone is that I can watch TV at night when I go to sleep, you know?
0: Yeah, there you go.
1: Nobody's there. There, to, <laughs> there you go. There you go. So are you watching all the reunions and all that stuff? Did you watch the Beverly Hills reunion? Oh, yeah. Oh, my How God. Wild yeah. wild is that? Yeah.
0: It's 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 oh, man, I, I would feel so uncomfortable being any of those women sitting next to Erica as her friend when I'm seeing her, because it's a tough situation. I can only imagine what those women are going through, you know, because we saw Teresa go through something, but not on a scale like this. It's huge. This is, this is something else. Well, there's dead people.
1: Well, there's there's orphans and widows, but the proliferation of social media and how much bigger it's gotten since even Teresa, when all the cameras were there, now it's, uh, every day the news cycle is like minute by minute so every i mean and did you just see before before we went on i was just dorit had a home invasion uh right. i mean and they were already over there and they're i mean like just scary scary stuff and you're just like ah. Uh, um so i was curious Oh, if, well, didn't it, dorit didn't,
0: get robbed today or something yeah she had a that's home invasion a, yeah, oh, yeah that's i, a I scary. Did, can i say something about that yeah and sure. i'm not i hope to god that that was not true and it didn't really happen yeah. to her, but. Now we've seen the way to read dresses and presents herself on I TV. Know. One of her purses costs a hundred thousand dollars. So did the robbers take all that effort to break in just to come take one article and then go.
1: I mean, I thought they got, I thought they got everything. Like I thought they got but, but
0: everything would be a couple of million worth yeah. of stuff. Because like I said, just one of her bags is about a hundred thousand dollars value a Birkin.
1: Yeah. A Birkin
0: is more than 100. a hundred. A Diamond watch, easy 100. So they got... I'm just confused Everybody on that show Keeps getting robbed
1: Well I mean yeah Kyle got robbed Seasons ago But it all started Like Kim I Kardashian The Kim Kardashian Paris robbery Years ago Oh was, that you was know, Because she was Because she was wearing All the diamonds On the show yeah. And all that stuff And it does give you Pause of like Wow just last night at the reunion Andy was talking About all of her purses And all of this stuff So it was interesting That the next day This happens And you're But at the same time As a, a Bravo fan and viewer You're like Oh my gosh the, Are the cameras there Are they going to be showing This is a plot line now Your like, mind goes to that kind of stuff so uh and, and what kind of music do you like uh do you do you, uh what are you listening to right now
0: um I listen to a lot of lullabies and nursery <laughs> songs <laughs> um a lot of the wheels on the truck go round and round ah, yes I think that's <laughs> Justin Bieber there you go I, I literally I'll be hanging out with my friends will be out and I'll be like jamming and I'll start singing <laughs> like I like to eat and not just jam to apples and bananas
1: well you got i mean that is that's going to be the thing Uh, that's going to be the next rave song i think um uh gg thank you so much for being here today i really want to impress everybody to go get tickets go get advanced tickets if you can to the irvine improv november 18th we have special guest reza we've got somebody that just recently masturbated for the first time (laughs) uh we and also what we do what we ask anybody to do that that is uh that is nice enough to be a guest on this podcast You go subscribe, you hit that subscribe button on Apple Podcasts or Spotify or any platforms. And if it's Apple Podcasts, I always ask people to automatically leave a five star review because you know they're good. You hear them on the show. They are so good. They are so giving of their time and she is hysterical. So go rate it five stars and then listen away and just uh, go through. I think there's like. 29 or 30 episodes right now you can get through and she keeps adding every week or, you know, so, so go do that, go support. Is there anything else that we need to to know about that's coming up that we can support you with?
0: Oh my goodness. No, I do have a, Couple of ventures happening. Uh, Wusa is
1: expanding,
0: so I'm excited. Wait, wait, for where that. we went going to
1: Wusa, by the way. I want well, to try some cannabis. Expand. Where, where, hitting, how
0: do I do this? The, we, I was, Wusa used to be just uh CBD because of so many laws ever changing. Now that there's a little bit of more stability, I will be coming out with a THC line very soon, so that's in the works. And I'm also starting a secret business as well, which
1: that secret become, business. Yeah, wow, it's, what is a it's secret a big business? One. Um, wait, lastly, how did you you are like so uh, uh, I mean, how, you don't with the weed. I always like overeat then, and then just like <laughs> I mean, I can't. Like, how do you not just? Did you have that okay. period of time? You're so you know, like you look great. So how do you how do you deal with that? You know, m- no munchies. Ryan,
0: tell your listeners to turn the volume all the way up
1: because this <laughs> is about to
0: get serious. Okay, <laughs> weed makes you lose weight.
1: No, no, <laughs> that's that's yes. silly. That is not right. Nope. What What do you so, mean?
0: Cannabis it sits on your fat cells and it starts going at your fat cells. That's what the can't the actual THC the, the triangle that with mm-hmm. THC nine thing. So it sits on our fat cells and it works. But most stoners, most hardcore stoners like myself, Snoop Dog, Bob, Willie, we're all super skinny and always cold. Hmm. because, uh, the, the, so here's the thing. So the reason you think you're hungry or food is just amazing and you cannot stop is because of the location of the body of your brain that the weed will go and sit on as well. It activates all your happy stuff. Everything tastes good. Everything sounds better. Everything's funnier. Everything's, <laughs> you know, less give a fuck type of personality. <laughs> so I swear to you, if you smoke a joint, go have yeah. a piece of watermelon or a carrot it will taste just as good as a piece of pie. And if you can refrain from eating Ah. every time you smoke weed, your body will no longer identify weed and food anymore. And then the weight loss begins.
1: Okay. Okay. I'm going to, I'm going to, I have to go out and get some now and and get some watermelon. Um, (laughs) This has been amazing. Thank you so much for spending so much time with us today. Uh, Really. uh, You're welcome. I hope you'll come back uh, anytime that you have anything because uh, you you. are the best and I'd love to keep the conversation going. So uh, you guys, Gigi, uh, I'll put all the information in the description and you better be out there and you better support because we need to support live podcasts, especially. So uh, hopefully we'll talk to you very soon.
0: Thank you so much for having me.
2: Betches.